Hello, Awesomers. It's me, your buddy, Steve Simonson, coming back to you again for another Awesomers.com podcast in our ever-lengthening series. Uh, this is episode number 132, a randomly dropped episode. You never know when they're coming. And I know the uh, best practices of all the, the finest podcasters say, hey, the one thing you got to do is drop episodes on a predictable time every day or every week or every month or whatever the case is, just stick to a schedule. That's the number one rule. And I am in the process of breaking that rule, dropping these things when I have time. So now that we're uh, clear that I'm a nonconformist, uh, let's talk about a couple things that have been on my mind. So I have been uh, reading and, and listening to podcasts and, and various things as I find free time. <laughs> Often it's in the middle of the night uh, at 4.30 this morning. I was listening to some podcasts uh, when I was um, basically awake and had no reason to try to continue to try to sleep. Uh, in addition to that, I was uh, obviously you know, online and looking around, and I noticed that uh, there's so many offers. Uh, th there's so much uh, FOMO type of offers that are happening every single day. They're happening on Facebook constantly. They're happening in our emails constantly. And they're interwoven into podcasts constantly. And I have to say, I have FOMO fatigue. Uh, does anybody else have that? This idea that, that the entire world is going to end unless we capture this order, right? We have to tell, you know, 6 p.m. or midnight or, you know, if you don't do it now, we're never going to do this again. And, you know, in some cases, it's legitimate right? Uh, the price of a ticket for an event's going from this price to that price. And so uh, that's, that's a little bit of, of built-in FOMO that's, that's, you know, somewhat legitimate. I'm sure if you really pushed them and called them or some other way contacted them, you could probably, you know, schmooze them into a, the lower ticket price they had. But especially the folks that are tied up in this idea that this is the last time we're ever going to do this, when you kind of know they're going to do it again, and they know they're going to do it again, but the rationale, the little hidden asterisks that they put in the conversation is, we're never going to do it again like this, right? And when they, when they think in their minds about, we're never going to do this again, and then they put the little parentheses of not this exact same way, they could change their shirt from a blue shirt to a green shirt, and now it's a different offer six months later. And by the way, you'll never see it again either. So there's a lot of people who get mixed up into this. And I far prefer people to be transparent and clear about, you know, what is available, um, uh, what will be available in the future, if anything. If you don't know, it's okay to say it. We don't know if it'll be available in the future, but our, our intent is to continue on in business. So whatever we do in the future will probably be different uh, and probably even better. But why not, you know, act now and take, you know, the action now to do something and be three months, six months, a year ahead of your competition. There's, everybody's got reasons to delay things and procrastinate, and it's, but it's action takers who actually get things done, and I, boy, I tell you, so I was listening uh, to a podcast, and you know, they're telling me, hey, you know, of course, uh, a few months ago, they say, hey, we're, we're never going to do this thing again, it's a super secret, you know, hackathon, blah, 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 and it's a one-time only thing, uh, and even after um, the, you know, the first uh, I don't know, session or event transpired. Uh, they went on to make a big uh, fuss about, you know, yeah, it's not happening again. It's definitely, you know, uh, we're definitely done with that. And then, of course, you know, on the 
a couple months later, hey, uh, good news, uh, we decided to do it again. Uh, against all odds, uh, we're heroes, we're, we're bringing it back. And uh, again, I know, uh, by the way, after I signed up for the course, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, um, but I, I just get so tired of it. And I just wonder if anybody else has the same fatigue of FOMO. It's, to me, it's just getting ridiculous that we are faced with this you know, kind of constant bombardment of marketing puffery, uh, crazy hyperbole, right? People, you know, if you want to know how to make a million dollars by the end of this sentence, click here. And, you know, uh, people put in all these kind of uh, leading statements on Facebook, you know, uh, you know, we've got a new game changer. Uh, if you're in e-commerce, uh, uh, just say if you're interested, uh, you know, say count me in or you say yes or whatever. And again, I know what it's trying to drive engagement, it's to drive interest and, and um, awareness and so on. I get it. I just don't like that it's so constant and it's so aggressive and it's ultimately much of it feels to me to be disingenuous, I'll be honest. And, um, you know, I'm supporting, for example, the Empower E-Commerce Cooperative. And the Empower E-Commerce Cooperative is a, a network of e-commerce businesses that are all joining together to form, you know, a buying group and, and leverage better discounts as a buying group. And so you get a little upfront discount. We call that a beat the street price. And then you get a perk pack, which is uh, kind of like, you know, uh, opening the velvet rope at the, at the club and kind of let you in and get some special perks and benefits there. And then uh, empower shareholders, those who are at the highest levels of empower in the cooperative uh, sense, they actually own a share and they can earn cash back on their purchases, which is where the real magic happens. So even as I'm supporting this organization, uh, it is a nonprofit member owned cooperative. Uh, we don't use FOMO uh, and you know, maybe we're just dumb to not use it. Uh, there is, a fact that, you know, probably prices will go up in the future as the group gets larger and there's more overhead to, to maintain. But we don't say, you know, order before midnight or you turn into a pumpkin. We just say, you know, you should get in the game. And leaders and, you know, first adopters or early adopters as they're sometimes called, these are the folks who will lead that organization and they will get in the game. And if you're listening now and, and you're curious about the Empower E-Commerce Cooperative, just pop over to empowery.org select which type of company you are. Are you a, a potential member? Are you a potential vendor or a potential partner? And, and you know, get into that um, opt-in process and you'll be able to learn about the Empowery system and, and what it's designed to do. It really is designed to help members. So the members, there, there is a tier of membership that is not a shareholder. Uh, that's designed for startups and smaller companies. But most of the members will probably be shareholders and they, um, you know, get the, the biggest benefit with the cash back. Uh, but they have, there's a little higher cost to get in. Uh, it's ridiculously low overall, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I've been in lots of cooperatives. I've been in lots of buying groups in the past, even franchises. And the costs were much, much higher uh, to get this sort of same level of access. And the reason I think we're doing it uh, at a low cost is to try to encourage you know some of that uh, early adopter and get the pioneers and the founders into the into the club. Anyway, 
I think it's a great thing. My point is we're going to try to drive that thing without using fake FOMO. Uh, we're not going to use fake hyperbole. There will be plenty of times where we say, hey, here's something we're doing. We think it's really cool. We think you should get involved with it. But we're not going to mislead you, and we're not going to uh, tell you things that you know are probably uh, that you really have to parse to find the truth in it. But you know, we believe we should just be transparent and honest and genuine, and ultimately, that's how we should be judged on our actions, on the on the results, and not just on the you know the next marketing headline. And I think internet marketing is particularly infected with just this constant you know, stream of, you know, crazy hyperbole. And, and I'm telling you, it, it's, it's just ridiculous how many times I see, you know, uh, you know, if you, you know, click here, I will show you the Facebook secrets that only I know. And, you know, I know everybody's got their angle and they, everybody's got their, their own way of doing stuff, but I want something that is consistent. I want something that's predictable. And as an example, the folks that I would recommend for Facebook would be a, an agency. And uh, by the way, empowering members have great upfront discount and great perks and cash back from this particular agency. And these guys used to work at Facebook, right? They get it. They understand how the Facebook algorithm works. Uh, no, they don't have the secret, you know, recipe. Uh, you know, uh, if KFC can keep the recipe secret all these years, I'm sure Facebook can keep their algorithm secret. But they have worked with it for years, both inside and now outside of Facebook, and they get it. And that's, that's all I want, is I want experts who get it that can be a sustainable, scalable way to do business versus the, I got to you know, uh, buy another course or get another secret hack. And I, I do want to say proactively that there are a number of courses that I am a huge fan of. And I think for folks who are novices or just getting into the business, those courses provide certain ones. Uh, I'll come back to that. The, the right courses by the right people provide a superlative foundation. And I highly, highly re recommend the concept of doing the course. But you don't have to do courses constantly. You kind of need to get your foundation laid and then get active in the business and start doing stuff. And then engage ideally with the community and help each other, right? The newer person who goes, hey, you know, um, I'm running out of stock on Amazon. What should I do with my listing? You know, it's going to be three weeks before I'm out. This is a common question. I probably get this question, you know, a couple times a week. And the community then helps answer that question uh, in a proactive way. And once you know the answer and you know that it works, more importantly, then you can share your knowledge with others. I do see rumors and conjecture being shared on Facebook uh, like it's a, it, it's a hair salon, honestly. You know, at some point, uh, somebody started the, the idea that, you know, you can only send one email to uh, Amazon customers, for example, for, for uh, follow-up. And, and I think the, the, the company who put themselves out there and said, hey, we think this is the way it is, they did so in an honest and transparent way and based on their best um, understanding, but it, it probably wasn't right. And so they withdrew that and they said, you know, we don't actually know if this is a fact or not um, after there's a, a little bit of uh, noise about it. Yet I can tell you today, if you go onto Facebook and you search it or ask questions about this topic, people are repeating what they heard somebody tell somebody else. 
And this is a dangerous way to run a business. Too often I see on Facebook people giving advice on, uh, you know, oh, you should do this uh, to save money on taxes, or you should do that to, to deal with sales taxes, or you shouldn't do this other thing to deal with, you know, uh, customs. And, and again, I want people to share. I want there to be a, a good community, but I want there to be some accountability as well. And this is why, you know, I always focus on, you know, what I call my golden Rolodex. When I deliver resources, when I share things, they're things that I've actually done, people I've met, vetted. And, and this is one of the, the founding principles of, of Empowery. Um, you know, as a co-op, just having the right answer and having a vetted answer is worth the price of admission. If you show up to a cooperative, uh, whether it's an online meeting or the, the message boards or whatever, or just calling the member services folks and saying, hey, I have this problem. Do you guys have an answer? Whatever answer is given, there's accountability behind it. Because if, you know, maybe we say, uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, a, a new Empowery member joined and they said, hey, uh, who's your third-party logistics? And we have a, a couple of them for different scenarios. They make sense different ways. We shared that. Uh, member came back and said, hey, I tried to set up. Um, they weren't, uh, they wouldn't uh, set me up because I have, you know, uh, some oversized stuff and, and uh, they didn't want to take too much of it. And, you know, I'm a new account. I haven't enough history to get enough space. And we were able to lean on that, 3PL as, as Empowery and say, hey, maybe you should, you know, maybe you should take care of this, uh, uh, make this exception because they're an Empowery member. And they did. The point being that there's accountability. If, if, you know, our answers turn out to be wrong or the resource that we recommend turns out to be a poor resource, we, we get them out of there. We had a resource that was in the logo uh, category that they just specialize in making logos. And we had a series, a half a dozen success stories with them uh, before we put them into the, into the network. And then we had a couple negative situations and they, they got worse, not better, and they had to be you know, ejected from the, from the network. That accountability, you know, a, a group can hold uh, resources to account. And by the way, we feel the same way about vendors holding members to account. We had another situation where a, a vendor proactively called Empowery and said, hey, I've got this problem for a member. Um, they're really upset about it. I'm doing everything I can to solve it. I just want to let you know I'm working hard on these things, right? So the vendor is reaching out to the co-op just to say, I'm, I'm doubling my efforts to make this happen. And without question, that happened because they were uh, the member of the co-op. If they were on their own, the vendor would have just fired the customer and, and be done with it. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, after a full and complete kind of analysis of that situation, the member was the one who was in the wrong. And I'll, I'll be honest, Empowery has no problem um, uh, coaching uh, members and saying, hey, this is the right way to do stuff. This is the wrong way, right? Treating people poorly, name calling, for example, any of that kind of stuff, a bad behavior essentially, is not something that we tolerate for members. Vendors are just as important to the equation as members, right? It's a symbiotic relationship. So I'm on this little rant because I'm trying to say what I don't like out there, this, this hysterical hyperbole and the, you know, double FOMO, 
all of it is maddening to me uh, because it's just constant and I, I hear it so often. And it, it really does just give us fatigue in our mind so that we start you know, ignoring things. We, we start saying, well, that's probably not true. And, and everything becomes, well, they're all lying. They're, who's lying the least? And, and I just don't like that as a reality. I don't want to live in that world. So anyway, this is a, a little bit of a rant, I suppose. Uh, this is, uh, by the way, Osmer's episode number 132. If you go to osmers.com slash 132, you'll be able to find any show notes or details there that we have, maybe any links. Uh, again, if you're interested in learning more about Empowery, either as a member, uh, a vendor or service provider, or even a partner to help spread the word, if you have a community, uh, a partnership uh, idea is a good idea for you, just go to Empowery.org. And you'll find a little landing page. You pick which kind of company you are, and then you can get into the uh, into the lead flow. And we'll send you appropriate info and, and uh, educate you, tell you what it's about. And if you're into it, uh, welcome. Uh, if you're in e-commerce, you should be into it uh, almost certainly. And this is the first e-commerce industry uh, cooperative. I'm I'm super excited about it, and I have not done a good job in articulating it in the past. But we're going to do better. And there's lots of people working at Empowery already to make your lives better. So uh, thank you guys for joining me. I, I would love your feedback. If you, uh, if you care to, you can find uh, the Facebook Osmers uh, group. You just search for Osmers.com on Facebook. You'll find a free group there. And I, I would love your feedback if you're tired of this fatigue uh, or not as well. And then uh, it really does help if you are a subscriber. And uh, finally, if you're a reviewer, that also helps. And uh, I'm, I'm happily soliciting, you know, you know your review. Uh, really, it doesn't matter to me if it's a, a five-star or not, although those make me happy and the anything less than that makes me sad. I want you to give your honest opinion, but reviews matter, especially in iTunes. Subscribers or reviews are what rank these uh, podcasts. So, uh, you know, this is a free thing. I hope you appreciate kind of – the approach that we take to, to business, you know, we, we try to give. And again, I love uh, the great Zig Ziglar where I'm paraphrasing, but you know, you can have everything in your life if you want. If you help enough other people get what they want, I truly believe that. And that's why I'm here for you right now. Thanks everybody. We'll see you next time on awesomers.com.